going on? You got February Zone, DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you with the Drunk Minds, Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's going on, Playboy? Nothing much, man. Same old shit, just a different toilet, man. All right now, man. All right. <laughs> All right, just let y'all know we down one this week. Um, um, Paco had to take care of some personal family business today, so Paco's not here this week. And we also want to apologize for the fact that we didn't get the um, get the show on last week. Right. Kind of the same thing, some personal things going on. We're trying to make sure that we get a set schedule, that we can make sure we get this recorded every week and get the show out to y'all. But, you know, sometimes things yeah. things come up sometimes. You know, people got to take care of stuff. So, um, so Life, we got to apologize for that one. All right, so what's up, Playboy? You say you just been chilling, man? Just How the been, weekend been going so far? Uh, it's pretty cool, man. I uh, just making a couple moves, man. You know, got some things going on personally. Okay. Just trying to get everything squared away. Okay. You know, but everything been cool, man. Great weekend. Okay, yeah. At least the weather been all right this weekend. It ain't been too cold or whatever. I know we had some snow yesterday, you know, blowing around or whatever. Right, and I took, right. had to run around, take care of some business, trying to get this move done over the next few weeks. But yes, sir. It's supposed to be in the sixties this week, man. It's supposed to be real nice this week, man. I can't I can't wait to kind of get out there and enjoy it a little bit. I'm, and I might lose my job this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no time. And, 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 as soon as the first hit, a January, I used all my time. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. It ain't gonna be that nice though, man. But it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be like I think like upper fifties, like low sixties yeah, all week, man. That's you know, cool. As mad as I am and as as tired as I am of this winter, man, you really can't complain because we ain't had that much snow. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, really, we ain't had that much snow. I mean, it hasn't got retarded cold, you know, like it's been the past two winters. So right. I, I can't be too mad about it. But overall, I am kind of just I'm ready for spring. You know, I'm ready for the the snow to be gone permanently and, you know, get all this, you know, all the leaves back on the trees and all yeah, the good man. stuff going on. I can get out the house and kind of enjoy everything. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Get some trips in in the spring and summer or whatever. So, because y'all still got the Vegas coming up, right? Yeah, Vegas, Um, April 13th through the 17th, man. Okay. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to join y'all because I already got something planned for May. So, yeah. I don't think I'm going to no, be able to join it. y'all. I know we wanted to get out there and try to get a podcast recorded while we was out in Vegas with some of the homies out out from the West Coast. You know, they crazy yeah. out that way. Cali. Yeah, all the Cali, Cali homies building. coming out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, it ain't going to happen for me this time, but hopefully maybe later in the summer or, or by early fall, you know, we can plan another trip out that way and we can get a recording out there. That's the beautiful thing about the podcast. It travels easy. Yep. You know, all you got to do is take the laptop with you and then, you know, plug in a couple microphones and, you, and you're good to go. So, we can always take the show on the road. So, for the people who do listen to us that's out of town, you know, our Cali people, you know, my South Carolina people. Um, Shit, I guess, for that fact, Vegas people. Yeah, are the we people got, in Vegas, got some yeah. people out in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chicago. Uh, got a homie in Chicago Atlanta. that listen to us. My cousin listens to us down in Got a homie in North Carolina that listen to us. Yeah, so the people that's out of town, just keep that in mind. We will be getting some traveling done. And so when we yeah, come man. your way. We're probably gonna record an episode and absolutely, you know, at least something simple. We're gonna throw you on the mic. You can't be scared of the mic, don't you know? Everybody, right. everybody's a virgin to the mic at one point, so you can't be scared of it. You got to get over it, man. So, anyway, once again, this is the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. I believe this is episode four of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Uh, yeah. Again, down one. Paco's not here, but we'll, we'll hold it down for Paco this week. Absolutely. So, uh, I've got to start it off with this one this way because today is March sixth, so. Us being uh, Shaw High grads. Alumni. Us being class of 99, Shaw High grads. You know, on this day, what, um, 18 years ago now, uh, we lost, all of us lost a good friend and our homie David Parker. Um, DP. Yeah, unfortunately, he passed away as he was um, playing ball for for the school for Shaw. 
in our first tournament game that year. It was uh, it was crazy. We was playing uh, Willoughby we South. No, we was playing Madison. Madison. Yeah, we was playing. Absolutely yeah, right. we was playing You're Madison. Right. Yeah, and 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 it's just one of those things. It was he had some type of heart condition that was you know went undetected, and you know it was just one of those weird things of of he passed out on the court and basically never got up. Yeah. You know so. You know, it was, that was something weird and something hard for us all. That's what I always tell people. For us at that age to deal with it at that time, this, for a lot of us, because I don't know if you was, but I know I was at the game. You know what? <clears throat> I was supposed to be there. Uh-huh. But what what kind of got me with the situation is, man, you know, that haunted me for a long time, man. Yeah, I know. I feel you. It, it was months before I could even sleep in my own bed. Because okay. every time I walked in my room... Because see, two things happened. I wasn't able to go to his funeral because I had a um, a drafting competition down in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. That my teacher just made said I had to be there. Yeah. You know, and so what I did from that point is I went to go view him right there on uh was that Superior he was at? It was I can't remember exactly where it was because I didn't do the funeral because at that time I had never been to a funeral before. Yeah. And I just a part of me couldn't have that be the first funeral experience for me because right. I just felt like it was just going to be way, way too heavy. So I didn't yeah. do it. So I can't remember exactly where everything fact, was. It was on Superior. I okay. Forget, I forget the name of the uh, the funeral home. Okay. But um, because I couldn't make it, I knew I was going to be able to make it to the funeral. Okay. I went to view his body. Okay. And to see him sitting there was a very... um. Gotta be like surreal, almost. surreal life changing experience for me. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't sleep in my bed for like two months because every time I opened my door, all I seen was at the funeral home that picture of, of him laying him, there or whatever. Me, like I was this close to him. Yeah, that's see, that's and why it was I, just like, nah, man. I, every time I opened the door, I just see him. Just made you feel weird. Yeah, so I, see, you it, know, that was why. Again, that's why I avoided it. I had never even been to a funeral at that point in my life. You know, and I remember the day of the funeral. Right. I didn't go to school that day. I just stayed home completely that day. And um, I remember I, one of the news channels, it was either Channel 5 or Channel 8 or something like that. They were actually in the church or what? Because it was in the church. Right. They were actually in the church. Because his his, um, his uh, grandfather okay. was, was like a um, something in the church. Okay. And, I can't remember uh, exactly what, but. But I remember they it was in the church, and so they were there. And it's like, and I remember you can see him in the casket down right. the way. They were like, they were up on an elevated type thing or whatever. Right. But then it, it was like they started zooming in, and I remember flipping out because I'm like, "Well, damn, it's a funeral," right. and it's like it's no respect of you because they really kind of zoomed in pretty good on the body. So I still had that mental, you know, picture of it, and so I remember being. It was I remember feeling like, "Well, damn, I might as well had have been at the funeral if I'm turning into the news to see any of that." So right. So that's just kind of how it was for me. Like I said, I was there. It was one of those things where I mean, I, I'm. You know, I got cool with Dave back in eighth grade at Kirk because, right. because um, you know, you know how this at, at at Kirk when you had classes, you had most of your classes with the same people, a lot right. of the same core of people, and so you know we were in the same homeroom and had a lot of classes together. But he always used to ask me why I love band so much because mm-hmm. you know I was the music person or whatever. I remember just telling him like you know how I had always been around band and all the stuff or whatever. And so he was into it so much and wanted to figure out why I loved it so much that he actually joined band really at Kirk with me. Yeah. So when I was sitting there playing baritone and stuff, he was sitting there learning. So I taught him how to, you know, taught him the basis of how to read music and how to play the baritone and stuff like that. But 
to me, that just shows the type of person he was that right. he was looking at somebody like, oh, well, you love this so much. I really want to know why you love this so much or right. whatever. Right. So, and he literally got in band that was taking, you know, the music class and stuff in our eighth, our eighth grade year. So, so ever since that point, I was always just real cool with him. I mean, you know, and Jim, you know, we we always played ball together or whatever. I mean, it was always, so I saw him right. in the hallway. I always say game day. I always used to say, say the same thing to Dave. Um, to Dave. I'd be like, yo, you going to rock out? Like, you, you know, you going to dunk? Right, And right. he always say the same thing. He'd be like, yo, I'm going to try or whatever. Um, you know, so he always would say that. And then, like, when I got to the games, we always would, you know, he would always, you know, come over and say what's up or sit down for a few minutes or whatever before it was time for him to go dress for a game or whatever. Um, and so that was the one time. Out of all those years I've known him since Kirk going up, that he had a game that I didn't say, "Yo, Dad, you gonna rock out from?" That was the one time because I didn't. I just we just never really crossed paths the whole day. And the one time I did see him, I was running out from the tunnel, going into uh, I guess what is at the academy, and he was running into the tunnel. And so I just was like real quick, like, "Yo, what's up?" or whatever. He's like, "You coming to the game?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I'll be there." You know, right. so and I got to the game late because I was riding with you know Will and Will got us to the game late so i right. didn't get a chance to highlight him before because like i said that's the one time that i was always sitting there like man i didn't even get a chance to highlight him before the game or whatever and, you know I'm, I'm at the game sitting with carlos and then you know everybody already know the story you know the 33 seconds in and the score was three to three or whatever and all that right. stuff or whatever and he you know fell out on the court or whatever but it was just a surreal moment being there and, and seeing it happening and just the emotion in the building man and and just kind of looking at him and having that empty feeling like like right. like I think this might be it for him or whatever you know seeing all the cheerleaders crying as we were walking out and so it was just it was just a surreal moment man so it's just one of those things that every year we kind of always come back you know we always come back to that point on this day where and it's amazing too that it's 18 years later and still nobody everybody forgets about him at or all. the moment or whatever everybody can always tell their story about where they was when they found out because i know i i had actually got back home by that time and the news that came on and you know and they ran like yeah. one story and then after that first story they did the breaking news music and as soon as yeah. the music hit i mean i was like it was like i collapsed on because i just knew like damn soon as it hit i was like all right he gone you know and, and see that's how i found out i was actually at home mm-hmm. and I never forget it, man. I was, I was laying there in my bed, chilling, watching TV. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there. And I got a phone call from a classmate of mine's. Okay. And she called me. She was like, "What's going on, James?" She was joking around at first. Yeah. Just like, okay, what's going? What you doing calling me? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, she was a senior. I was like a what? Yeah, we was a junior when it happened. Junior, yeah, we was in eleventh yeah. grade when it happened. Yeah. And she like, you know, what's going on? She was like, you hear what happened to the, the guy Shaw that died? I'm like. Like I immediately who? popped up like what you mean she yeah like, at the game i'm like she's like david parker i'm like what i remember talking to him out of social studies that day yeah that's what I'm saying. he so, came out so, of social so studies real, yeah. and said what's going on jay man you know i said man you ready for the game he's like yeah i'm like man i'll be there later on to see you bro he's like all right man i'll see you later it's the last time i talked to him man right right and so to people like me and you it touches a little bit more because we actually had personal relationships with him. Yeah. It wasn't just a, oh, he went to school with us. Yeah. No, this was more than just going to yeah. school. Yeah, I, I know a couple of people that, that was really, really close to him, and I see when they make a post every single year about him or whatever, you know, right. I mean, they were, like, you know, real close to him or whatever, you know, and and, and I, so I know it touches them a little bit more, um, you know, when it happens. So, I mean, like I said, we always come back to it and, you know, it was just one of those things. It was weird to go through that when you was younger or whatever. Because, it was like a movie, But our man. class, our class was so... 
it was something always with our class. That's what we always say. We it was, was so tight knit. Yeah, man. it was all every year. It's like it was something, some type of tragedy or something was happening that that kind of, you know, and it always brought our class closer together. So it was just one of those things where it was it was just like almost it was just another thing. Yeah, and on that note, um, shout out to Chisa Ellis. Yeah, it's a touchy subject, man, because. We we lost a lot of people from our class, man. Yeah. Not a lot of people, but you know, yeah, Cheryl, a lot of, a you know, lot of stuff Cheryl, happened. you know, yeah, what I'm saying, of, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened to yeah. our class, man. And you know, excuse me for the pause, but it's just you know a lot of emotion, man, going with the situation. Because like he said, like you know, brainstorm said, man, our class was tight knit. Yeah. So everybody was like everybody. It's like living in a neighborhood and everybody knowing everybody on the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody that's how it's almost like yeah, when you grow up together and uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so I, again, I just, I just didn't want to get this started today with kind of at least not mentioning that. You know, I know it might be a little heavy to start, but you know, but it, it's paying it, respect. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely paying respect. I, I I wouldn't want to start this podcast any other way today, man. So, Absolutely. So once again, RP to the homie DP, man. You DP know, thirty three. He, he's always gonna be forever missed, you know. So and of course, shout out to our class. You know, the best class. You know, I know everybody said it, but our class that's always you gonna be the best know, class man. out of Shaw High School, class of ninety nine. So you know, whenever we see somebody, you know, out of ninety nine, it's always love. Always. You know, it's always big hugs and laughs or whatever. I, I had a couple classmates come visit me at the at the part time um a couple weeks back. Uh, I, I was just getting ready to say. Yeah. Yes. Who, who DJ every year at uh, the alumni? Yeah, we always class of ninety nine. Yeah, we always represent. So yeah, yeah, and and um and and the battle of the bands too. No matter man, where it's we, at, we if hold it's it downtown, down, man. Or if it's whatever, yeah. So yeah, so we 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 gonna do that, man. Uh, so again, shout out to everybody, man. RIP to the homie DP, man. He's gonna be forever missed. So, so on a lighter note, man. Yes, so sir. you said it's, it's been a normal, normal weekend and everything. So we we got a couple couple little topics in our mind or whatever for the week. Um, yes, we, we won't have the the usual outlandish one, uh, Paco. You know, we Paco, won't have we won't have an outlandish one on. You know, to, um, to get his input on this one. But maybe he'll you know touch bases with it um, next week once he uh, hear the review of it or whatever. Um, right. So the first one we was talk we was thinking about. We had a little conversation. We were, um, and we you know just actually. Before we started recording, we were just kind of talking about a couple of things or whatever. And um, so it was who is off limits to you, um, you know, because I know we do a lot of things. Everything we do right now is from a guy's point of view, because we don't have we haven't had a woman on yet. to right. You know, Grace. It's coming, soon, pop it's coming soon, though. But so from a guy's, we was wondering, like, who was off limits? Because we were having a conversation about somebody who is going to be unnamed or whatever. Right. Uh, oh, absolutely. And just an experience that they had recently where. Uh, you know, just kind of linking up with somebody that they had a, you know, a a pass with. We'll a put pass, like that. Had yeah, a, pass a pass with or whatever. With, yeah. But no, but it's there. That person is currently, you know, married to somebody who's kind of cool with everybody. We've all kind of we've known each other, so right. There's never going to be any disrespect. Right. There's Abs- never. It's never going to be a time that you're going to overstep a bound and say I'm gonna try to get with this. No, because it's too much respect and it's too much love there. You know, that's right. never going to happen. So we got to thinking like, all right, well. Who is off limits? Like, it's it's what determines when somebody's off limits as far as when you should try to highlight somebody or whatever. Like, right. you got anything off the top of your head? I mean, off limits to me is is simply this, man. Especially if you number one are friends, yeah. Whether it be present female, uh, uh, and let's let's say this real quick before okay. you finish. Let's okay. say what I mean by who is off limits is who should we? We'll say it from a guy's point of view for us. Who should we not ever try to date or talk to? 
Um, okay. Uh, you know, is there, you know, if we see somebody that we ha- that even we personally had a past with or whatever, a woman or what we had a past with, but what makes a woman off limits? That's that's what I must clear it up for the listeners. I personally believe number one, if you have a friendship with a person, you know, with, when with you're her? homies, oh, oh, with the guy, okay, when with, you're homies, you got a friendship, so she's dating him, or even previous, okay. And if you go previous, it has to be a communication thing with the person, with your homie. It got to be a situation where it's just like, oh, nigga, it's cool type shit. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be, oh, guess who I'm talking to? Oh, you know, I used to fuck with her. And then you'd be like, oh, well, you know, I used to be my girl. And they'd be like, oh, Yeah, I think it's one of those things. If you know that they used to talk, like you you know know they had a relationship. Respect. Yeah, you need to to go holler at your homie. You need to run it by. Yeah, you know. See, I think a lot of that comes with time, too. Yeah. Uh, if I know, you know, I'm just gonna say friend A. If I know my homie here talk to you know this girl or whatever, but if they only talk for a month, chances are it wasn't that serious. If Absolutely. It was, if it was just a little fling, you know, they they met somewhere and they linked up or whatever, what it then chances are it wasn't that serious. So you probably are cool. But yeah. number one, you still should go and talk to him just to make sure everything's on the yeah, up and man. up and say, hey, I know that you had a little something with so-and-so and we kind of met and we talked and we hit it off. Absolutely. Things and just I, work know. out better that way. Yeah. And you know what? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go, no, no, go you know ahead. what I'm finding out, man? And that's how at my works. age, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not old for the yeah. listeners. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't old. We ain't old. <laughs> but what I found out, man, when you be 100 up front about a situation and how you feel, there can never be a backlash off of that. And what I oh, mean it can is, be. oh, you, you fucking with such and such? When was you gonna tell me? Yeah, it, yeah that unlike it, some people I've dealt with that I have personal uh, yeah, vendetta. Yeah, I already, See, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> not on this episode. <laughs> not on this episode. Yeah, not on this episode. But, but I know. you know what I'm saying. I like, know. I know. I know. If you just come at your homie or whatever your girl, your homie, whatever the case and may just be, be 100. Just yeah. be like, look, I I kind of feeling this person. I know you used to fuck with them or whatever, but I still feeling them. Is it cool? Like, if it ain't, then I won't fuck with them, or vice versa. Fuck it, nigga. I I, I want to fuck with her. Like it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least be upfront about the shit. Give them the option of the option um, to express whatever yeah, they want to express, yeah. man. Just be like, all right, no, I don't like it or whatever. Yeah, and not go behind their back. And then you know where you yeah. stand. See, I think I think I think most of it comes with. I mean, honestly, I just think it all comes with time. That's um, true. Like I said, like I just said. I mean, I think it's just like if it was something, if it was like a, somebody hooked up with somebody on the fling or whatever. All right, then I think you should be cool anyway, but you still just out of respect. Right. But my thing is, how many people really want to talk to somebody that one of their boys' boys really been with? Like, date. Even That's if true. your boy did, let's just say your boy did, all he did was, you know, he just smashed, he just knocked her off or whatever. Do you really want to be with the chick that your homie just smashed or just knocked off? Because you know you didn't heard the stories. If it wasn't nothing but a fling or a little whatever to him, you yeah. know you done heard the stories, and you know you know you done heard how nasty she can be or what she did. You know you done heard. I just had that conversation earlier. How you know? Uh, yeah, most men will talk about women and what happened or whatever, but unless she's somebody serious. Once right. she becomes serious or she becomes your girl, then all that talk is off limits. All the little jokes, all the little I, what she does is off limits. I, I'm gonna say this, me personally, and this is just not this is not what I do, but I'm just yeah speaking on the topic. I would rather fuck around with a girl like that versus somebody they're serious with that one of my homies was serious with. Uh, I mean, oh, of course, of course. 
I mean, and, but you say fuck around. I mean, like, like if my, if one of my homies was, if me personally, so I guess I must have kind of give my answer. Me personally, if she if, had jump off, she had jump yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. If if one of my friends was legitimately serious with somebody, it's off limits. It's off limits. Absolutely. I mean, and 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 so, and honestly, I think you throw the time thing out the window then because some right. people fall in love and they be, you know, they be serious and you know, real soon. Right. You know, quick, fast, in a hurry. You know, even if it was six months, but they felt like they was so in love for that six month period, then that's off limits. Right. But again, if it was a little, all right, we was just kicking it for the summer. We just hung out. Yeah, we ain't man, never do know, nothing serious. Nothing serious. You know, we ain't never said I love you or nothing like that. Anybody met nobody's family or nothing like that. I ain't met your right. mama. You know, you ain't you ain't right. met your mama. Then we all good. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I feel. So I mean, I look at it like, like you just described. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But in the same breath, I still would run it past the person. Like you should always run it past. Just though. be like, on, just off, just off GP. Yeah. Like, look, man. Even if you gotta come at, in, in a certain angle with that person, man, you never get who I ran into, man. Guess who I ran into? To kind of kind of ease it in there, yeah. But it's just yeah, easy the, the situation yeah. and being like, man, guess who I ran into, man? Yeah. Such and such. Oh, okay. Man, you know, I don't know, man. She was she, looking nice, she man. She was looking nice, Yeah, man. you know, how, you know like, how we be? She was looking she, nice, man. Right. She was like, wait, you know, give me the little... Then you would know from that point what it is. Because you got to get their reaction on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So from that point, then you would know what it is. It's Yeah, but it, it it all depends on how it, you know, your relationship... I mean, uh, that person's relationship uh, with the person they were dealing with. Because right. here's an example. I mean, I remember... And of course, we ain't going to lose... We ain't going to definitely going to use no names. I ain't incriminating nobody's... And none of their marriages. Thank and, you. And none of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I ain't incriminate nobody. I I mean, I'll incriminate myself before I incriminate anybody else, man. You know, that's how it is, man. You know, I, I can take whatever heat or whatever fire right, comes right, right, from, right, it, right. man. You know, but anyway, I remember we had the, uh, you know, we had we had J Rock's house, you know, one day out on Fleet. Okay. It had to be on a Sunday, and uh, I remember I be remembering these stories sometimes so easy, and I remember it was somebody I was. I had never dated, but she was more into me than I was into her. But we had did our thing, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, and so we over there chilling one night and, it, you know, so she had came through with one of her homegirls and um, actually one of my exes had came through. So it was already a sticky situation for me at that point right, right then because I got one of my exes who we had always been cool um, you know, we had always kind of had an understanding for a number of years, not anymore, but at that point for a number of years, we had always had an under, uh, understanding, you know what that means? We had an understanding, you yep. know? So it was already kind of a sticky situation, but my homie at the time, you know, one of the homies was kind of like, he was feeling the one that I had kind of been having a little dealings with. And right. so we're sitting there, we playing some game at the table or whatever in the kitchen. And he kind of looked at me. He just kept looking at me funny, so I'm like, "All right, he wants something." So I'm looking at him, so I'm looking yeah. at him, and he just kind of like, you know shot where this me. going?" Yeah, he kind of yeah. shot me that look, like, kind of like looked at me and kind of nodded his head a little bit towards the one I had been dealing with, and I was just looking like, "Cause I didn't honestly, I just we, me and her wasn't vibing." I honestly to this day don't remember how she wound up there. She probably just kind of hounded me about asking me about where I was, okay. or whatever. So it wasn't like I just invited her over, cause I really wouldn't have, um, but. Uh, so he kind of nodded his head. This I know it's gonna make me sound terrible. Probably gonna make us all sound terrible. But he kind of nodded his head, like <laughs> like like, what's up with her? And I just kind of looked like, and kind of looked back like like nothing. And he kind of had this look like like, well, what's up? And I just kind of gave him a nod, like mm, 
You know, like, like, and it was all like no right. words spoken, but it was right. just all, all eye a contact. A whole bunch of conversation and, and, with nothing, and, nothing and a couple of head nods, you know, a couple of head nods, and that was about it. Then next thing you know, somebody and somebody was disappearing, and that was now now you're not my problem no more. Right. You know, so right. that worked out fine. But see, it was the same thing where again he really technically didn't have to ask because it wasn't like we was dating. We wasn't dating. We wasn't boyfriend girlfriend. We wasn't nothing serious. But still, that respect mode type of thing where it's, it's like, all right, thing. let me just say, you know, it was a, at least it, acknowledge the situation. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, if it's really that serious, with whoever, exactly what you got going on, did it be like, okay, let me holler at you real quick? Exactly. All right, sorry, all right, so I'm gonna flip it a little bit. Let's 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 see if I can try to flip it on his head a little bit. So yeah. let's say, let's say you and old girl got a long history, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, let's just say, well, I ain't, y'all ain't even got to have a long history. Let's just say that. Y'all history was like a long time ago. And okay. this kind of fits one of my situations too. But y'all okay. had a history a long time ago, or whatever. So it really wasn't serious, but it was just that y'all did talk a long time ago. So it's still kind of weird or whatever. So now right. so now she done kicked it with one of the homies, or whatever. Like, 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 do you look at him and get mad? Or or is it just is what it is? I mean, or do it do, do it still feel like or is it still one of those things? Well, it depends on how serious you were with her. Like I, I feel like it depends on how serious I was with her. Like, if my homie know that we had a serious, like, let's make something clear. If I ain't had a relationship with with a female or whatever, I don't give a fuck yeah. what happens. Okay. But if I had a serious, because see, I'm the type of person, I ain't had 20, 30 girlfriends. I only had a, a handful of one hand serious relationships. Yeah. You know, girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. So, if it's somebody that I've been with and that you know, because... Nine out of ten, if I deal with you, you're my friend, you're my family, you're going to know who I'm dealing with. I'm going to discuss it. I'm going to let you know who I'm dealing with, what's going on. Yeah. That's the situation. I and feel if it that. comes after the fact, if you fucking with him, then it's a problem. I then I go into Terminator mode. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't take it that serious, man. You know, it's, it's just one of those things for me where I feel like in my past, there's only a few people to me that I would consider to be for real off limits. Um... Like literally, for real. I mean, obviously, yeah. well, I ain't, I'm not gonna. Ain't nobody gonna say any names. But I feel like there's only probably about three or four people that I've dealt with that I've legitimately dated that I would say, okay, it's off limits. Nobody right. I know should holler at these ones. And I almost feel like any of my homies should know. Like even if you did it or if you try, like you should know because right. of the fact that you should just be like, all right. I just feel like that's the, that's the G code. That, that you know, that's just how it should be. Right. So let me. Pr- and, and I, I'm absolutely on board with you with that. Let me present something to you. Okay. Because this is what was said to me. Okay. Let me take a Without sip. mentioning names in any situations. Well, not situations, but names. I was told that I shouldn't get in the way of two people that's feeling each other and that's loving each other. What you feel about that? Well, it depends why you shouldn't why you shouldn't get in the way. I mean, is it somebody's telling you you shouldn't get in the way because you're hating or it's the fact that you dated the girl uh, or it's the fact that it's just when why why would they tell you that this is a situation you already know the situation and who was dealing with right so a friend of theirs i seen him at a bar one time and how i know they was feeling fucked up over the situation because they approached me and the first thing they said was the situation i was going through with my homie and they said okay, yeah, yeah you know what Man, you know, sometimes, man, when when, when two people just love each other, it, it is what it is. Okay. Hold the fuck up. Let's pause. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. 
And I, I agree a lot to you. So man. that's why somebody told you you shouldn't get in the way of two people. They said because see, like, that that doesn't fit because I know absolutely. your full, I know your full situation. So that it, don't absolutely. fit to your that don't fit to your to what you put out there. Because the listeners don't know what exactly you're saying by right. this. But no, that didn't fit to that at all. Now that's why I asked you the context because it's like right. because it's if you were just being a hater because you know you didn't want your boy talking to some, to some girl that you really want to talk to yourself. That's just you being a hater. So then, so I understand somebody saying that. Right. Um, outside of that, no, your, that situation. situation you're giving me, yeah, you that's something totally different. So when they told you that, they was, somebody and, was, somebody was I being was dead curious wrong. curious when they told me. They were dead wrong I when they said that. Trust me, they were dead like, wrong. No lie, man. Like, how, how do you, because that's your nigga, justify what he and not, yeah, you know, I think about. It. I think I think you told me once somebody told you that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that it did that didn't fit at all. That like, just didn't like work. How do you come at me like that? No, nah, no, nah, versus that, that, that wasn't it. Versus another person that was their cousin that came at me like I don't even talk to this nigga no more because he disrespected. I told that nigga I don't want I don't want to fuck with you at all no more. That's one hundred right there. That's one hundred. You know, you see what I'm saying? That's real nigga shit. This you see story, what I'm saying? this whole story is going to be Man, one week of the episode, one week of the podcast. <laughs> one of these days, I because, get into it, y'all. Because it's going to be an hour long show, and, and it's going to be so hard. <laughs> when it's going to be me talking. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be hard when we talk about it too, because of the fact that of us trying to not say no names. But it's really a. But I feel like we, honestly, this is what I feel about it. Let's just say, let's be one hundred. I feel like we kind of have to share it because Absolutely. When, we, when we say stories like that, I know what you're talking about. It took a second, but then it clicked. Absolutely. I know what you're talking about. Paco going to know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Probably for the most part, but the listeners not. So at some point, I'm guessing we're going to have to be transparent about and the whole I have thing. no problem with that. Because you always going to reference that as a, it, that's always going to be a frame of reference for you when you make a lot of your judgments. My assessments on, on yeah, your ju- assessments on stuff. Because, yeah. because from the feedback Absolutely. I get a lot of times, you know, uh, I, I, well, I'm gonna put this one out there. This this is what I get from some feedback okay. a lot of times. I'm an asshole on the podcast. Okay, I, uh, that's what I've been told. Right. I'm, I I don't agree. Damn it. Right. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'm an asshole on the podcast. So that's what I. That's from 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 the one person that gives me the feedback that I probably put the most stock in. I'll okay. say I'm told I'm the asshole on the podcast. I'm also told that Paco's an asshole on the podcast. Okay. But Paco gets to pass. Because they said Paco's probably always an asshole, so he's just Absolutely. being true to himself. Right. And he embraces that. Sorry, right. Paco. I know you ain't here to defend yourself right now, but you would just <laughs> laugh anyway, so who gives right. a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Ah, so, right. Shout out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Follow Black Paco on Twitter. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So, and then, and then it's you. It's like, She's like, it's, it's like, oh, he's hurt or whatever. So, so you know what they say? They say that we all sound kind of bitter sometimes, but it's like, oh, y'all hurting bitter or whatever. So that's the feedback I get. Is and I, I get it and I understand. It. I like it because I want the positive yeah. and the negative feedback or whatever. But like I said, if you get that story out there where we could be hundred percent transparent they about it, feel me. People will be like, all right, well, I probably know why he's saying. That. Now they still might be like, all right, we got to get over it or something like that. But at least they'll be like, they'll be able to say. I know why he feels that way. I know why he thinks that way. Or Absolutely. I know why he ain't trusting this person to do that because, hell, this shit happened to him. And and that's what I try to get people to realize, man. Like, I'm not the crazy one. It's just when you go through certain situations and different Some things, Some things man, hit you a little bit harder than the you, other. Man. Yeah. I mean, I'm 100 right now. Like, and I'm, cool, situ- I'm over it. That situation you went through was a motherfucker, though, man. man. It is. That was a motherfucker. And it's still going on. Come to find out. No, you know you didn't. No, it ain't. 
still going on. We might have a topic for next on week. On the low. And I, <laughs> we might have a topic for next week. Like, man. real talk, that might be the, the show of all shows right now. The, man, this, the, the full... It's it, going to be epic. Oh, yeah. That's... that's I'm, that is, the story that that will give y'all when that when that one comes, I'm telling you, that's a that's a you should sit down and listen to that one story. I'm, honestly, I'm letting y'all know I, no now. bullshit, no lie. Brainstorm, letting you know right now. When I tell, I, matter of fact, for the fans out there, next week, Playboy James, aka DJ Trip, you gonna put. I'm it gonna out tell there, y'all huh? the whole story, uncut, raw, and y'all give me some feedback, us some feedback. Oh yeah, and let me okay. know if I'm fucking tripping. All right, so that's so that's where we going this week. That's where we going with that one. That's where week. we go, man. Real talk. But like I say, as far as getting back to what we were saying, man, there are certain things that are off limit. Just period. You know, yeah. a jump off is a jump off, man. And I'm speaking in terms of whatever, whether you be a female, male, whatever the case may true, be. True. You know, it that's is not, what it is. That's not like women don't. We don't, not bashing women right yeah, now. That's, that, like that's that. not like that's not women out there that don't want to just hook right. up sometimes or whatever. Right. Or don't talk to their girls about what happened. And that's be. And this is my opinion on that. I think there are times that a woman talks to her female friend about a guy and she'd be like, oh, he was this good or he was this and he did that or whatever. And they make it sound so good that guess what? Right. Now your girl want him. Absolutely. And man. now your girl, and now your girl is sitting there trying to talk to you man, or whatever on the low. I'm like, listen that. So man, I'm like slick working here, man. Story, all the storytelling, <laughs> man. I got some stories to tell, bro. Because I could, I, I've dealt with it majority of my it whole happens. young adult life, man. It happens. Where man. I've dealt with one woman and their best friends was around and wanted the same situation, trying to talk to you. Absolutely. It happens, yeah, absolutely. man. So, so that, so that's why it's not a woman bashing thing because it does it's happen. Not. It does happen both ways, um, in a lot of instances. So, absolutely, absolutely, so. man. Off the subject, man. Okay. Need to get your opinion on something. Okay, I'm listening. And we, we got time. We, we going back and forth with different situations, different different situations. What's going on with the Cavs, man? Oh, shit. what's we, up with we the rumors with Kyrie? We should have and- started the podcast with this one. It's just on my mind. Like I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. LeBron down in Miami working out with Dwayne Wade. Oh, I got. You know what I'm saying? I, I got thoughts on that, man. Like, what's what's going on, man? It might. T- you know what? Honestly, what well, let's let's start with. That's I'll start with the easy one, Kyrie. Okay. I don't think Kyrie really wants to go anywhere. I think that's just Stephen A. talking and doing what he does. Okay. Just like I signed into Yahoo today, about to check my email, and the first thing I see on the little news tracker is. Stephen A. Smith says LeBron could leave Cleveland. Look. I've seen that too. Look, I put it like this. I'm happy LeBron's back because it makes my – I root for Cleveland teams. I don't root for players anymore. I mean, I know when I was growing up, I, I always liked Kobe. I always liked Shaq, so I did kind of root for their teams. But right. I was always a Cleveland fan first. So when LeBron went to Miami, I'm not rooting for the Heat. I'm not one of them niggas that's, that's oh, well, I just like the players and this and that. No, you, that's, that's bullshit. Right. I mean, now if that's your people's, you know, we had a classmate who, you know, is connected through, you know, how all that's, you know, whatever. Right. So when she was, you know, down in Miami and following me, she's, hell, she's really cool with them. She's at the wedding. She was at their wedding, you know, right. stuff like that, you know. Um, so stuff like that, I understand. But for me being the average fan, I don't root for players. I root for teams. So I'm glad Bron is back. It makes my team relevant. It makes my team a championship contender. I'm from Cleveland. We ain't had a title in Cleveland in what? Was it? Is it? Is it sixty years or fifty? Either way, it's a long so fucking time. Jim Brown and them. Yeah, since '64. So, so, yeah. we're, so we're at fifty plus years. Uh, so I'm rooting for my team. So, but so with that being said, Le- LeBron is not leaving. I mean, hell, well, he can leave. 
I'm not going to be as upset if he does leave again. I don't think he's leaving because I be surprised if he do though. Because yeah, I'm kind of like that too. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm kind of like that too, but I don't think that he writes the letter and stuff that he writes and saying because for what Stephen A. said, he's like he said in his letter he didn't say that he wouldn't leave again. He said that he was coming to bring a championship to Cleveland. You don't come home for two years and then dip. and then dip. Like you're the PR hit you're going to have for doing that is going to be ridiculous. And as we all know. For the most part, he's been a very smart businessman and in different things. I just don't in most things. I don't see him just being like, okay, well, two years, I'm out. Yeah, I I, I don't see that happening. So but what I was about to say about Kyrie was Kyrie did, and this is one thing Brian Windhorst said, you know, the one of the Cavs writers, well, he's for ESPN now, but he was like, Yeah, Kyrie signed his contract extension. Before LeBron. LeBron agreed to come home, I'm a, so when I'm he so when he did that, you got Kyrie. Even though you most people always sign their second contract because you get that jump in money, and then at that point, if you're unhappy, you can either force your way to a trade or whatever. But he signed that deal before LeBron said he was coming home, and this was still his franchise when he signed that deal. And that's my point. I'm getting ready. To and make. then all of a sudden, LeBron says he's coming home, and guess what? It ain't your franchise no more. It's LeBron's franchise. This is why I'm saying that a part of me believes that the rumors are true about Kyrie. He don't want to be here. No, see, because I, I believe. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, real quick. Kyrie want to be the man. No doubt about that. He wants to be the man. And before LeBron did what he did as far as coming back to Cleveland, he, he was, was the man, man in Cleveland. He was the one that we were counting on here, yeah. So he we signed were, that we contract. We were building around him. He signed, absolutely. He signed that contract with in mind and thought that he was going to be the, man, the center. And it was going to be his team. He ain't the center of attention no more. He's number two. Yeah. He don't like that shit. I'm telling you. I can see it. He don't like that I shit. give you that. I, give I, you that. I believe that. That's just my personal opinion. I just feel like he wants to be the man, and now he like hold the fuck up. Yeah, LeBron so, who? From, it's Kyrie in this bitch. From what, you know I'm, what I'm saying, yeah, from what I'm hearing about Kyrie, he's not happy about the fact that, and this is from just listening to the people. I mean, not even just the ESPN people. When it comes to the Cavs, this is what I do when I try to believe what you should listen to and what you should not listen to. And this yeah. is what I did the first time, even when LeBron left the first time. The Stephen A's and whatever, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But you're just a loud mouth on ESPN that's talking. Absolutely. The people I listen to are the people who are around the team more than anybody else. That's why I don't I didn't like Windhorse when he left and went to Miami, but I didn't blame him because of the fact that ESPN started to pay you. ESPN's gonna pay you. you. I'm not gonna begrudge you your money. So but so I listen to Windhorse. Windhorse has been around LeBron since he was basically in junior high school. I'm gonna listen to Windhorse. I listen to Chris Broussard because Chris Broussard is from around here. Yep. He has connections from around here, whatever. I listen to him a little bit more. And then I listen to the actual beat writers, the people who are actually with the Cavs every single right. day writing right. for the paper. So that's that's um, the black guy. I can't think of his name right now for the uh, for the Cleveland Clinic. Um, shit, the Cleveland, from, from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer. And also like um, Jason Lloyd from, from the Akron Beacon okay. Journal. These yeah. are the beat writers that are with them every single day. Right. These are the guys I listen to and I put more stock in them than Stephen A. Smith, you know, and, oh, and all and all those other guys. I don't have nothing against those guys, but I don't the people that's with them every day. But f- so from those guys, what I'm hearing is Kyrie is just kind of unhappy because he wants to be 
more like of a point. Like he does. They say number one, him and LeBron don't have a bad relationship. They say they are actually have a pretty good relationship. Okay. It's like big brother, little brother. Okay. But the thing is, he wants to be more of a floor general, point guard type player. But because LeBron's here, you got to defer to LeBron. You got to. And what you have to, I mean, honestly, now in my opinion. The older LeBron gets, if he gets smarter, he's going to defer to Kyrie more. I was getting more ready to ask you that. Because his skills, no matter what anybody wants to say about You're LeBron or whatever, they are on the back half of his career. Okay, so let me let me interject. No, come on. This is absolutely what I was getting ready to point out. Is it, a, is it time for LeBron to be like, okay, I ain't LeBron when I came in, or the Heat LeBron. My my skills have diminished to a certain you know degree. What? Should I let this young 22, 23-year-old 23, that's cold 23, yeah. handles like a yo-yo? Yeah. Dribbles too much, though. He do. He absolutely Dribble do. too much, though. He do. But it's a, time, he do? it's a time to defer to him. This is the thing. When you don't get to be as great as LeBron or as great as Kobe or as great as Mike or whatever and never think that you're not still the man. And the first superstar to actually... Realized actually, I take the back. Jordan did realize he wasn't still the man, man, and that's why he changed his game and went to more of a post up type guy right. and that intermediate jump shot type guy because he knew he couldn't just go down the lane, raise up, and dunk on your ass right. no more. The same way you see LeBron get dunk, um, blocked at the rim a lot now, it's because he's Never not to see that he's not jumping the same anymore because he's on Dang. that he's on the back half. He's thirty one years old, nigga. I'm thirty five and I got out the bed. My back was hurting this morning. <laughs> it happens. As soon as you hit thirty, it starts to happen. My whole left side hurt. This right, just for getting out <laughs> right the bed. Right now, just just, just for getting out the bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's he's played over forty five thousand minutes in his career between yeah, the and this is just in between NBA Olympics. And I mean, all, well, all Team USA stuff or whatever, and everything. playoffs. Everything. You talking about they, FIBA? They said everything. I think I heard on the radio his playoff experience time or whatever equates over two more seasons of 82 games. Absolutely. So it's ridiculous how much time he's spent on the court. He needs to be smart about the fact that he's not that Absolutely. guy anymore. He needs to take more days off Absolutely. and just sit, not even play, just sit. And this is my point. And he's so good when he has two, three days I'm, off. I'm getting ready to he tell you. He is so good. It, 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 Did you see what he came um, two nights ago when they played? Because one last night on Friday night, the bounce in his step, the way he pushed the break. I mean, he never stopped. But that was three days rest. Absolutely. He needs that. That's my point. I'm going to go a step further. So why is he going to leave and go somewhere else right. where he's not going to have that? At this point, LeBron, if you're smart, if you're listening, I hope you listen to the podcast. If you listen to niggas, 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 tweet us to your <laughs> right, 25 us, million nigga. followers. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this is how I feel, man. Real talk. I think if LeBron embraces the role of being who he naturally is as a passer mm-hmm. and just a overall just team player like he like like everybody say he is it really makes the caps better he would be excellent and all honestly and we would be excellent for what the caps are right now and what they need to attempt to beat golden state this year and next year lebron needs to be a point guard first and a and, and a score second. second when they played in OKC 2 weeks ago and they absolutely fucking killed OKC he ran the offense all day because Kyrie did his shit with the bad bug thing, whatever. That's a whole nother story. But he ran the office. 
when LeBron runs the offense, because he sees stuff so far in advance, it works so much better. And when he, he and when, see the play before it happens. And when he's running the offense with the point guard mentality, he actually passes the ball then. When he has the ball, when when Kyrie's running the offense, whatever, he gets the ball and pounds it. But when he's thinking like that point guard, the offense flows so much better. And that's why he needs to do it more, but he won't do it more. So let me ask you a question. When they get to start a lineup together. Right now? Or whenever. Should, when it, when, when it flashes the starting five, should it say at point guard LeBron James? Well, he's going to be your point, no matter what. It's not going to ever say it, but he's going to be. But honestly, yeah, I know, I know but, 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 but he saying, needs to be the guy. That, should yeah. he be established yeah. as the yeah, point guard to. of the Cleveland Cavaliers? He needs to. Yeah, he needs to. In my opinion, he okay. needs to. I, I absolutely so, agree with but you. But anyway, so overall, from, from, the, from the beginning question, I don't think. I think you're right with the fact that Kyrie does want to be the man. He do. But if Kyrie's smart, he'll he'll know that. Well, see, this is the thing. If Star, he wants shit. Stars, yeah. Stars like LeBron don't ever sit there and give it up. So even if Absolutely he stay here and, and, and you think that, okay, well, LeBron's getting older and it's going and the torch's going to get past me. Well, LeBron's going to be 30, 38 years old, still out there trying to shoot. But this is the thing about LeBron. If somebody said this, and I agree, I don't, th- I don't think LeBron's going to be Kobe. I don't think LeBron's going to be 38 39 years old still playing because I honestly think that LeBron, his game is so much more than Kobe's ever was. Kobe's was a scorer. He was a defender. Right. And I'm nothing taken away from Kobe. Kobe's one of my favorite players, honestly, but he was always that scorer and that killer or whatever. Mm-hmm. LeBron can do so much more that he can play. LeBron could probably play the 40 because he's, he yeah. can, he'll still be that passer. He could still get down low and get you some rebound. I mean, he could still His do all that stuff. His workout regiment is crazy. Off right. Of, that's that's right. one of the things. But my thing is, I still feel like if he's not that guy that can average the 24, you know, with the with the um, six, seven, eight boards and, yeah. and, a, and a still six assists or whatever, I think if he's not getting those points with everything else he's doing, I think he may be like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and retire. I think he has that mentality about him. But I know that he does probably want another one or two championships. And if he does, if he can't get into Cleveland, then maybe he might consider leaving. But if he leaves, whose fault is it? It ain't that da- all the people that want to sit there and say this and that way, it ain't gonna be Dan Gilbert's fault. It ain't gonna be David Griffin's fault. Right. I mean, you got this high ass payroll. This is the best team LeBron has ever played. LeBron is a victim of timing because and we are a victim of timing, too, here in Cleveland. We're the victim of timing because when he left, me and my uncle always used to say that uh, LeBron had this quote where he said, I think when he first left, he said he didn't want to be 30 years old with bad knees and no championships. That's why he left and went to Miami and teamed up with them. Right. Fine. Respect you. So now you came home and you're 30 years old with bad knees and bad back and stuff or whatever. So now this is, this is, this is the LeBron we get. He's still great. He's still arguably the top two players in the, in the game oh, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a planet right now. But now this is the LeBron we get. And now that you have the best team probably that you've ever had. If you think about our Cleveland this, teams. This, this this damn team out West. We had Eric Snow running the point. Right. That team and oh, no, Savage had never been in the finals. Hold on. Let me go back. Hold on. It was what? Eric Snow. Eric Snow. Ira um, Nubel. Ira Nubel was on that team. Um... You had uh, this is uh, the starting five. I guess uh, no, I renewed the, the start. Fir- the first game, Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes. Yeah, it was it was Snow, Eric Snow Hughes, Hughes, Larry Hughes, LeBron at the three, LeBron at the three, Drew Good at the four, and Z and at the Z five to the finals. And that yeah, took him into the finals. Your first person off the bench might have been Booby Gibson, <laughs> so, who ain't even in the I'm league. I'm saying right now. to say this is and this is how you could say how bad technically the team was. I renewed Booster. I think he's still. 
No. He... Who? You said who? Ira Nubel. Is he still in the league? No, he's not in the league. He over in like Sedan, Africa, Ira Nubel, trying to not, fight no, shit. Not in, the league, not in the league. Booby Gibson, not in the league. Not in the league. Eric Snow retired not that long retired. after that. Drew Gooden's still hanging on, but... Is he still with the Wizards? He played the other night. He with the Wizards, right? I think so. He okay. played the other night. Yeah. That's cool. He played the other night, so... That's my dude, actually. He he, he had a pretty nice jump shot. I never liked him because he played for Kansas when, in 97. Oh, in 97 when my... Who, uh, uh, Kurt Heinrich? In 97 when my, when, my, uh, when, my, when my Arizona Wildcats won a championship, they beat Kansas. The only team to beat... And this is what I mean about... I always like my hometown teams, but I used to have always, always had that second, that yeah. second team... Arizona Wildcats in college basketball is always my second team. So ninety seven, they won it all, you know, and they're the only team. What year was that? Ninety seven. Was that Miles and um Miles Simon, Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby was the I freshman. Know you're about. Yeah. Miles Simon. I remember that. Um, uh, you had uh Michael Dick, uh, Michael Dixon was like the three. Uh, uh, AJ Bramley. I mean, I still know people's names on that team. It's so crazy. Like people like Carlos and them was all. I remember we used to do the brackets and stuff, and yeah, they was yeah, always yeah. looking at me like, "Dude, why you like Arizona?" I mean, I always liked they them. Sweet. Go, going back to the Damon Stoudemire days, I, I, I honestly sweet. always liked. It was just something about the team that I always liked. You know, um, so it ain't no way in the world they should have been in the final. So, but overall, I, I just think that Kyrie do want to be the man. Um, but like I said, it don't matter. This is the best thing LeBron has had, but this damn team out West, they are just destroying everybody, and they got everybody. I mean, they they pretty much got everybody so on on, on edge because everybody looks at them and try to say, how do you beat them? And nobody has an answer to how you beat them because they're, honestly, it's like the Cavs had them last year. Even, even, even shorthanded, the Cavs had them last year, and they just could not get game four in the bag. Um, no matter what, and they ran, and they just ran out of gas or whatever. And now this team has come back, Golden State, and I'm just calling it that team out west. You know, like 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 everybody, like like my homie Dave do. He just say that team out west. Now they out there just just burning the record books, and everybody just look at them like, how do you beat them? You're up by 15 in the fourth quarter. Don't matter. We gonna hit 95 trades in the fourth quarter, and we gonna win. No, oh, you're up by six points with six seconds to go. Don't matter. We'll hit a three. We'll steal the inbounds and Steph will bust a shot from half court and we'll go to overtime and then we'll beat you. I mean, it's like, how do you beat this team? Oh, I'm going to tell you, I hope the locker room smells like champagne before I come into town. And then we're going to come in here and beat your ass by 34 fucking points. How do you beat this team? I'm going to tell you. Everybody's on edge with this team. And they got everybody in the league psyched out. Who's going to beat them? I'm going to tell you why. I don't even. I don't think nobody's going to beat them. If anybody should have some confidence, it should be the Cavs. It should be the Cavs. Because the Cavs have that formula of, I'm I'm, going to let you go. I'm 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 going to go back. The reason I say they should have confidence is if you look at last year, they was on their heels. Yeah. They were were looking lost. But see, at the same time, the Cavs, you could tell, had a passion they was playing with. It's way different than they got now. They playing now like they know they're going to the finals. And that's scary to me. They're going to fuck around like that year against Orlando. They're going to fuck around. I I, I keep comparing the Cavs to this year's Ohio State football team. Oh, they're so good. They got all this talent. Absolutely. They'll be there. They'll be there. And then all of a sudden on this one rainy Saturday, Michigan State came in and shut your ass down and and you Absolutely. couldn't even score a touchdown or whatever or more than one touchdown. And you went home and you and then you sitting at home watching the team that wasn't better than you get their ass kicked by Alabama. That's the cash year. You're gonna be sitting there thinking, oh, we're going back to the finals. And then this one little young hungry team out here in Toronto, you know what I'm saying, gonna oh, sit out there and surprise sh- your ass. Them dudes. And Boston plays us hard as hell too. 
Absolutely. Hard as hell. I'm going to tell you, man. All the Cavs got to do is go back to their last year. And I'm hoping that when the playoffs start, the switch just hit like, fuck it. You I'm, can't get nothing. You got to earn everything. In the playoffs, you had to earn sure, sure everything enough. you hit. Oh, yeah. He, can't, he, he had a good he, game he's, last night. He's stepping back up. He what did he have, like, now. 16 rebounds? He had a, yeah, and he had a, yeah, and a couple That's a bunch of points, You know, it was some rumors Shump going around the, that he was more focused on his on music and, and brand and stuff. All this other, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, if Shump play like Shump, know how to play. Yeah. And the, the person, factor, man, the person I've loved all year, and I was talking about this with Mike um, last night. The person I've loved all year is Jr. Jr. has brought it pretty much every single night this year. He don't take nights off. And you never thought you would get that out of Jr. Yeah, he's still going to lose his head a couple times, whatever. But he's playing defense. He's diving on the floor, going for balls, whatever. And that just – the team that I've seen played a couple of these last two nights with their energy defense – I mean, they were down 18 in the first quarter. I don't know how that happened. Right. I, didn't, I didn't turn to the game until the second quarter. And they, was already, and they were down 12. But this team that turned around an 18-point deficit and wound up winning by about 12, 14, 16 points, right. it's a championship team or championship level, I should say. Yeah, we um, – the team that went into OKC and dominated OKC is championship level. You know, that Absolutely. team that goes into Washington the day after the OKC game and acts like you oh don't want to play, God. that team goes home in the second round. Period. Absolutely. And I tell, plan, though, and I tell you this much, too. If they get Indiana in that first round, Indiana plays them harder. So if they get Indiana in that early round, I'm scared about it. I can't even lie. I'm scared about it. It makes me nervous. Now, do I think Indiana beat them 4-7? to seven? No. Hell no. But... I don't want an early seven-game series in the first round. That's what I don't want. Absolutely. I, you know, if you give up a game, fine. I, I don't want that. You know, take care of business, get your rest. Again, LeBron looks better on rest. Kevin Love plays better on rest. Uh, so it's like get them, get it done, take care of your business, whatever. Get out of there. You know, so now the second part to it, well, what's wrong with the Cavs? LeBron, I'm going to say this. I know we can't bat, and I, I told my homie Dave this. You know, I know technically we're not allowed to bat off LeBron because we should just we should just be happy that he's yeah, he home. Here. We should just be happy that he decided to grace us with his presence again oh, or man. whatever. The prince is under. Right. You know. So <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. I'm gonna call you out when you're doing wrong. When you're sitting there moping on the court with the bad body language, that shows to your team. Absolutely. When you sit there and you want to bitch about a call that you didn't get so you don't want to run back on defense and y'all give up a layup or a three-pointer, that's bad. When you sit there and you dribble the ball for 22 fucking seconds and then you throw up a sh- uh, off-balance shot, you know, off the back of the rim or right. whatever, that's bad offense. I'm going to call you out on bad basketball. I'm not going to call you out on being a person. I'm going to call you out on bad basketball. Right. The same way I'm going to call Kyrie out, the same way I'll call any other member of that team out or whatever. That's what I got a problem with LeBron. And that's why I had a problem with him this week. You know what he did this week? He acted like a bitch this week. That was bitch ass punk ass shit this week. <laughs> Bottom line, I'm I'm not gonna hold my tongue. Hell, nigga don't, and if you are listening, fuck it, call me after, after you post the link to the podcast, nigga. Right. Um, but, but, <laughs> but that was bitch ass punk ass shit. It was. He's a smart guy. LeBron is very, 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 very he fucking smart. So anything that you post is going to be picked apart. So. Right. When you make that little tweet about this and that and the third or whatever, everybody's going to pick it up. Even if you don't mean shit, buy it. You know that by you doing that, people are going to ask, okay, what are you talking about? And this is on the heels of of Kyrie, the Kyrie report coming out with Stephen A or whatever. By you doing that, you knew it was just going to cause extra shit, 
extra drama, extra extra controversy upon your team that you do not need. So you do that, then you go to Miami, which I really don't have a problem with you going to Miami. Yeah. If I can, if I can get on my G five, G five, G six, whatever, and fly down there, like like he said in the interview, in the, in the, when they was asking about it when he came back the first in um, the first practice, he was like, "Well, I would love to go to L A, but a two and a half hour flight to Florida beats a four and a half hour flight to L A." And he's like, "I got a house in L A. I get that. It's warmer. It's better for your body. Fine, but again, once you go to L, once you go to Miami, and you decide to go work out with Dwayne Wade." Absolutely. Who who is your enemy? Who would you may play in the playoffs? And once you allow this video to come out and be online where you're dancing for the camera and that whatever, you know it's going to be something that they're going to talk about. LeBron is a prima donna. He needs to have people talking about it. And this is what I told my homie Dave. I'm like, look, that team out west is outplaying your team. Right. That that little light skinned guy out west is outplaying you. He's going to be the back-to-back MVP this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This guy is throwing in. Deservedly so. This guy is throwing in game-tying three-pointers from half-fucking-court on national TV on a Saturday night where everybody's watching the game. Nobody's talking about your ass right now when he's doing that. He's so And so it's like, okay, well, my name has to be out here a little bit. I would rather your name be out there because you're playing great. Because your team is on a 10-game winning streak. Because you're looking like a championship contender. Not because you want to tweet this little stupid shit about whatever it is. And you have the right to tweet whatever you want. You're a grown-ass man. We all do. I right, tweet shit right, all the right. time. I get drunk and tweet and look up, wake up the next morning like, what the fuck? Happens. <laughs> right. Happens. But you know that when you got 25 million or however many million followers you have, that it's going to be controversy. He's a punk. And he did it for attention this week. And all it did was cause undue attention to your team that you didn't need, undue controversy, shit for people to talk about. Now Kyrie got to answer the question. Now JR got to answer the question. Or people got to sit there. And I say, how do you feel as a teammate? I mean, he could have talked to them and told them. I mean, maybe he talked. They said, I read an article later in the week that said that he actually cleared it with the Cavs and he was going to go down there. But still, it's like, it's like, well, damn, we out here trying to win a championship. You out here with Dwayne. With Dwayne. There's no reason to be down there. There's no reason to do it in season. At all. In season. So that's my that's why I say that. That's why I separated the Kyrie and LeBron thing. That's it was a punk move to me. It was a bitch move to me. It was a un, it was an unnecessary move to me for a team that needs to be championship. This shit ain't coming out of, out, out of that team out west. I mean the only the only controversy that came out of that team out west is the thing with Draymond in the locker room the other weekend. And they won that motherfucking game. Yep. They won that game. Absolutely. This shit don't come out of San Antonio. Right? So you, why is it so much here? Because it's well, LeBron is Hollywood, man. He's True. Hollywood. True. It's, I remember him that day that he said, "I'm taking my talents to South Beach." It was Hollywood right then there, right then and there. I knew he was Hollywood. He been Hollywood before that. I told this story. Before, the, look at all the attention he got since he was in middle school, yeah, high school. This is the story I was about to tell. Um, I remember when uh, Shaw it had to be the class of 2001. 2001. Uh, so Shaw has a good team. Warnersville has a good team. Mm-hmm. Warnersville won states that year. They went 20 whatever what, whatever it was, 20 some games and two losses. Their only two losses was to Shaw. The first game was at the house at Shaw and Shaw beat them. Um, and then the second game was, you know, was in Warnersville and I, I think I think it went that way or it might have been the other way around. But anyway, we're in Warrensville. We have the game. The game is hype. It's packed. It's game of the week because these are two of the best teams right. in the area. And all of a sudden, you start hearing they're going around the gym. LeBron outside. LeBron outside. Whatever. This is his senior year, I think. 
LeBron outside, whatever. Next thing you know, you see security come in. They go on the Warrensville side, and they kind of cleared out, like, about two or three sections, um, two or three rows of seats in one little section. And like I said, in the gym was packed. But somehow they cleared out, cleared, out, cleared out a little bit of a section for him or whatever. And then a couple minutes later, you see LeBron walk in with, you know, Drew Joyce and all. You know, him and his boys, whatever, you know. Yeah. So they walked into the game because, number one, it was the game of the week. Right. But that's think about how Hollywood you are. Not that he really asked them to do it, but that this is stuff. This these are the things that's been happening to you since high school. So right. you done pulled up. So even when we left out, no, the Hummers right out there, out front or whatever. It's and that. It's just this the is high school. Summer. The infamous <laughs> summer. No, so it's like this is high school, right? You know, and and this is what happened in high school that they had to come into a gym, clear out two three rows where you said you can sit there so that you and your friends won't be bothered in high school. For a high school game, he's Hollywood, and he. This is what somebody said. Like they said, ever since he appeared on that sports, uh, that Sports Illustrated um cover, it's always been about him at yep. in some way, shape, or form. And now it's about that little light skinned kid and and out west. He can't take. That's burning. That's burning up the record books. And you know the best way to he th- balling. I can't. Lie. I got. I gotta give it I, to him. I, I don't like dude, but you know what? He balling. Man. I was sitting here on the couch. Just like, did this nigga just throw in this shot for damn near half court? I, every time somebody's watching the game with me, I just be sitting like, look, watch this. Like, like it's historic. You know, right. it's it's on, on, on Facebook. Some of, our, some of my Facebook friends, you know, we'd be like, they be like, look, we would probably enjoy it a lot more if the Cavs wasn't good and this, if this wasn't a team that's standing in our way. Absolutely. If LeBron was still in Miami, we would probably be sitting there embracing everything that, the, that, this, that this kid is doing because it is remarkable. But this is standing in front of me and my goddamn championship, man. I mean, this is standing in front of me I and my parade. It. That's what we make me feel like it's a curse, man. Yeah, it's like it's our always timing that is terrible. Through. LeBron, you said it earlier timing. Yeah, with with the Cavs, he gave his prime to Miami. He gave his prime to Miami, not to Cleveland. Period. That's the bottom line. He he learned how to win a championship. Absolutely. He was at his peak of playing. And Miami, his efficiency numbers are so off the charts down, and I shoot like sixty-one percent. I mean, it's ridiculous how good he was as a player in Miami, and now here he's just—he's the guy that's on the back half of the career, and he know it. He knows it. He has it in his mind. He just may not want to accept it, but he knows it's like but Kobe. He know what it is. It's like Col- Kobe knew it, didn't want to accept it, but he—he he knew it. That's why Kobe went on to say, "All right, I'm done." You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's it, over with. Like, so I don't know, but it's, it it sucks for us. How old is LeBron? LeBron is thirty one. <laughs> I'm gonna go on the limb, man. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron retired within the next four years. He might. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think he's gonna be the guy that's gonna sit out there and it's and it's um you know he's thirty six, thirty seven. I I don't I don't think LeBron's gonna be that guy. He don't have a reason to. He got he got rings, endorsements, money. He got the lifetime Nike contract. He got all of that. He's the only thing is, only thing is, if he got that one in, in Cleveland, if he goes to the roof. He's the one that ended the curse. If he do the that, then it's Shit. a wrap. I know. Like, as far as his career, he's gonna go down in history as probably the best to ever do it. Yeah, because he ended why. the one here. Because Cleveland. The history, everybody. Yeah, everybody jokes. knows. We know. Yeah, All we know. Shit. Yeah, you know how yeah. it go. That's why people like Sports Center and ESPN. They, ESPN don't want us to win a championship because it's easy for them to just whenever something bad happened, they already got the whole the all the video stuff on loop. Yep. They just say go in the vault, pull out number whatever you know, and they put it right on and they run it put every single up. time. The shot, you already know. You know what? It's gonna run in. The, it's gonna run in the row. It's gonna run the drive, the fumble, the shot, ninety seven World Series. 
uh, LeBron leaving, yep. and it, it, those five are going to run in loop. Absolutely. In loop. So they already ready for it. They don't even want us to win because it's easier for them to talk about that. So Yeah, man. So I don't know. But overall, if you want my opinion, man, I if you had if, if I had to sit there and say, are the Cavs gonna win it this year? Truthfully, what's your opinion? Do you think they're gonna win it? <sighs> man. See, you already got to think about it too hard. Honestly, you know what I feel? Yeah. I do. Seriously? I think Cleveland will be turned around come this time. Well, not come this time, but when I it, believe that it's all a setup. Like, it's too much stuff going on, man. I don't know, man. I, I believe the way we dealt with Golden State. Oh, I'm sorry. That team from the West. Yeah, that team out West. That team out that West. That team out West. The way we held them with a short stick Yeah. last year. They're going to have to be defensive. They're not better than us. I always say that what you have to do, even if Steph is shooting out of his mind. Shut down everybody else. I almost want to say let Steph get his 50, like they used to do with the Cavs. Let Steph get his 50. Literally, let him get his 50. That's what they but, did. But, but glued to everybody else. Either either that or I always say be physical. When they're coming off them screens or whatever, stop letting them run free. Every now and then, just waste a fucking foul. I mean, literally, just in clip they ass Put hard coming ass. off the screen. Clip them hard. I mean, like, every Absolutely. now and then. Not be flagrant, but just be a little, bump them off of that route a little bit. You know, get them out of that rhythm. I don't know. If you ask me, are they going to win it this year? I, I can't put money on the Cavs. Now, they have the talent to win it. They definitely still have a talented enough team to win it. But you fired the coach in the middle of a year. You know, you've got all this other turmoil. I mean, even the other day, now, now it's, oh, we don't have an enforcer. It's just excuse after yeah. excuse after excuse after excuse instead of just going out and playing ball. So I I say no, but I think they have I think they have the talent to win it. So I'm just kind of prepping myself this year for the fact that enjoy the playoff run, you know, embrace the fun of the playoff run because you know me. I, right. Look, I can't sit there and act like I'm not gonna care because I will. Uh, I know I'm gonna be traveling during during May, so that'll be during the second round of the playoffs, which I, I expect the Cavs to win. If I'm traveling and they on the verge of losing, I'm gonna be a fucking maniac, <laughs> like really. But um, I mean, but just enjoy the run. But I'm I just try to find myself not getting too attached this year, like like just kind of being knowing that that team out west is the team to beat. Now, if somehow somebody beats them and we get to the finals, like if it's San Antonio, I swear on everything, I think. If the Cavs get to the finals and somebody beats them like San Antonio or OKC gets there, I think the Cavs would be so fucking giddy about their their opportunity that they probably will win it. But then what would scare me is the fact that they will almost take it for granted that they should beat the team and then they will still lose. So at this point, I don't think the Cavs are going to win. I can't lie. I can't lie. So that's that's that. You know. So I'm gonna tell you how the Cavs are gonna win. All right, we'll do that and then we'll go ahead and get ready to wrap it up. I'm gonna tell you. Let Kyrie do his thing. Within the offense. I just getting ready to say Within that. Within the offense, though, man. Play his role, but let the young man be a young man. Well, Remember young Isaiah Thomas? Let him do his thing in the offense. Okay. Remember a young Shaq? Uh-huh. A young Kobe? Yeah. Jordan? You At some let, point, you, you have to let, let him go. let them play and do what they do. Look, even LeBron. Let him do what he do. That's why Miami got the championships. You let him do what he do. Oh. He was the perfect player in Miami. He was able to pass, hit shots, 
and had people that complimented him at the same time. Okay. Now, Kyrie is a great... I'm sorry, man. I think Kyrie is the shit. When it comes to Steph Curry, I believe they're on the same level. No lie. You ain't watching Steph Curry play that Steph much. Steph Curry may have though. a better jump shot as far as three-pointer. I mean, at the same time, though, think about the finals last year, man. Think about it. Yeah. He's not invincible, man. Oh, yeah. He's not invincible. He was shook last year, but his Kyrie conf- can get just as hot his, as, his, as um Steph. His confidence is through it, the roof right now, though. Think about it. He Kyrie hit 50 on the Spurs. Who 57. puts up 50 on the Spurs? 57. I was sitting here watching that game. In fact, I just looked at the highlights of the night on YouTube, and I was remember thinking, like, when they went down that fourth quarter, I was about to turn. And I just kept watching it because I'm like, you know what? No, nah, I'm mad, so I'm just going to watch them and see how they I, – I actually finished watching the game because I, I thought – I wanted to see how their body language was to finish the game. And as I kept watching, they kept inching a little bit closer. And I was like, well, damn, I'm glad I didn't turn. Then he just, Kyrie was retarded that night. He was out of his mind. If you put, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. This is the person I am as far as basketball, period. If you put Steph Curry and Kyrie in front of me, I'm taking Kyrie all day. I'm going to tell you why. You have to tell me. I'm going to tell you why. Steph, like I seen the last game he played, even though they came back and won, if Steph ain't hitting that jumper, he's a non-motherfucking factor. He can get to the rim, though. He can, but he don't want that. See, Kyrie actually want to get to the rim first, then shoot jump shots. Okay. I, I hear, I hear you, you. If, if you. If you just just under underfill me real quick. Just underdig under, under me under real dig. quick. Yeah, under, you underdig. I, I, I underdig. <laughs> Kyrie want to get to... He want to break you down and get to the bucket. Okay. Kyrie... Wants to do that. Steph yeah. want nothing more than to shoot that jump shot. Yeah, he he wanna he wanna kind of shake you a little but bit, he, but pull up. But he wanna pull up. Not to say that he can't get to the rim because he's proven that. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you, man, I take Kyrie all day long, and that's just my. Even though Steph didn't deal with he, you know, Drake talking about the motherfucker Steph Curry with the shot. Fuck that nigga. I hate Golden State. I hate. I'm him. just saying. I'm saying though. <laughs> Kyrie's the truth, man. I'm telling you, if you let Kyrie do his thing, if LeBron step back a little bit and let him just you beating up the couch right now. You, you see me over uh, here, man. I'm sitting like I'm at, I'm at, I'm at to I'm at to hopefully edit that whole, that little spot out. He beating up the man, couch right it's now. Just, it's I, a reason, man. Let Kyrie do his thing, man. Yeah, they I ain't do. saying LeBron can't be LeBron, but I, I feel like LeBron will operate better. Tell you the truth. He operate better at the one, as the, Kyrie at the two. He 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 operate better as, as just the second option in the offense, probably. But, That's what I'm saying. But 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 that means he needs to be the point guard, and Kyrie needs to play off the ball. I, so. I feel like Kyrie would be better off the he ball. He will. He will be. But that means they both gotta, you know, give something else up more and than what's what they so give hard up. About it, like I, I I mean I know you got egos and different yeah, shit. Yeah yeah. But I, it's you know, like I, God damn. But go ahead, bro. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but see, that's my big thing too. Where it's like this—this this is the thing that that irritates me the most about the Cavs. Where it's like we see that when you're sitting there doing the ball, ball pound, the ball pounder, the ball pounder, that you don't score. Like they do it all the time. Like when they lost that Monday night game mm-hmm. off that back to back, when they lost the two in a row after Washington, whatever. I put on Facebook. I'm like three minute mark of the game. They had three straight possessions where the first one LeBron came down and he dribbled for the whole shot clock, no pass, threw up a jump shot, missed. Excuse me. The next two possessions, Kyrie came down, no pass, dribble, dribble, dribble. I mean, like kind of waved off the little um, the screen or whatever, but or or the screen was set, but he didn't really do anything with the right. screen. So basically, but still, two three straight possessions of no pass, 
dribble the clock down, throw up a shot, and they miss. That was three straight empty possessions. Yeah. That kills you. That kills Absolutely. you. You can't do that. And that was when we played Indiana. That I mean, if we pulled that game out. No, so we pulled that game out then. But yeah. uh, but you can't do that. That's not going to work in the playoffs, and it's not going to work against a team like Golden State. It's never going to happen. So that's my thing with them. It's like, when are you going to open your eyes? You know that when you play the ball, like they, when they, what's the magic number? I think I think the magic number is 24 assists. When they have 24 assists, their, their record is re- ridiculous. When they have what, at least Golden 20. State? No, the Cavs. Oh, okay. When you have at least 24 assists or whatever. So that's my thing. You come out, you play a great game or a great half, and you and you're moving the ball, and you're passing, you get an assist or whatever, and you look great. And you, and the team that you're playing can't even tuck with you. I mean, they they, they they can't they can't fuck with you. They they can't touch you. And then you come out and play your next game, and it's just iso ball. Absolutely. At what point does the common sense kick in that okay, well, well when we do this, we win and we're damn near unbeatable. But when I do this. It may feel better to me. I may like it more, but guess what? And that's we point. lose. That's that that makes me so fucking mad. That's why I won't put my money on the Cavs because when it comes crunch time, they go ISO ball. That's why I won't do it. And and that's why I get confused over different stuff. When did LeBron become an isolated player? He's always been ISO. He was an ISO in Cleveland with Mike Brown. They call I mean, it I, they call it stinky leg. I understand that. He was always ISO then. He was trying to figure out Mike Brown would call plays and he would wave it off. And I understand that. But I, I think about LeBron in high school that was like a pure point guard at a forward position. Nah, I, he I mean, was way better in high school. I mean, you know, as far as team just involving ball, people, yeah. Involving well, people. Well, in high school, you're still this person. In the NBA, like, when you're LeBron James, you're this person. It's like, now you're up here. I understand. I so, feel you so, on that. I mean, that's the, that, yeah. that's the thing. But that that, that, that drives me nuts. I, I'm watching the Toronto game when they, lost, when they lost to Toronto, you know, what was that last weekend or whatever, yeah. on that Friday night. And it's like, just the contrast where, you know, Kyle Lowry was killing us, period. But he had 41, 43 in that game or whatever. But it's like Stupid. it's like the Cavs would come down and they would run, you know, they would throw the ball into whoever they threw it into, either Kyrie or LeBron, whoever brought it up, dribbled the whole time. Right. And it would, and it would be an empty, no-score possession. And then Toronto would come down. And even though, Kyrie, even though Kyle Lowry was killing us, they still ran a set. They still ran an offensive set. Right. And this is the Cavs' problem. They have no offense. I mean, you know, we talked about that when the go- when they when you sat here watching the Gold State game tonight when we got our ass kicked. Right. The Cavs will have an offense. So, and it's like at some point you got to just be as a as a player like, look, this ain't working. I mean, no matter what your record is, it ain't gonna work against the Golden States and the San Antonios. It's not gonna work. But right. I don't know. Well, you know, we 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 never made it to the league. You know, we we might we might play ball all the time or play <laughs> ball all the time. But we never made it to the league, so I guess they know. They always say they they make they they know more than us, right? Even though people, anybody with two eyes and common sense can look at it and see, they'll say they know more than us, which they do about yeah, the nuances of the game, is. of course. But but that basic thing of ISO ball against ball movement doesn't work, and we rely on that's why OKC ain't that good. Too ISO. much ISO ball, and I and that's Russ why. and Russ and and KD are two of the best in the league. But that ISO ball don't get you nothing. They don't. It gets you nothing. Right. It gets you. Nothing. That's why Golden State is so good, because even though they have individual players that can, be and the even man, though people get their they stuff, still move the they ball move it all the time. It's all over the place, all the time. Within within a, a, a fifteen second span, all the time. They can pass it six, seven times, all the time. San Antonio does the same thing. 
And that's why they're the favorites. So anyway, all right, we'll go ahead and shut this one down because we had about an hour and fifteen minutes. Actually, a little bit more than an hour and fifteen minutes. So, but by the time we cut, by the time we cut some of the dead air, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we, we know. Yeah, we anyway, so sorry that maybe we we went out here as as laughing and and and, and joking or whatever. But, you know, we just we we had to get a recording in after having last week off, man. Um, again. We're trying to get set where we make sure that we get this done every week for y'all and we get it out there. So, again, as we say all the time, for the people who do listen to us every single time we post it, um, you know, that what's hitting us up, like, hey, where's the podcast or whatever. Right, we, do right. us, we, we do appreciate you. We will be better. We have to be better. So we will be better. Right. Um, audio is going to be better these days or whatever since I f- finally figure out what was wrong with the audio. <laughs> right, 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 so right. audio will be better these days or whatever. But, um. So we thank y'all. You know, we'll be back next week. I'm yeah, guessing um, right now we're saying that um, next week is going to be... Gen- hey. Next, <laughs> next week... You said my... Don't, don't, don't I was about that. to... <laughs> uh, you heard it, right? I was about to... Next week's going to... Yeah, next week's going to be the the, um, the Playboy Chronicles. We'll call, we'll call it the Playboy hey, Chronicles. This, this is going to be the episode on Chappelle with... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, Charlie uh, Murphy. Charlie Murphy, yeah. real life stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True yeah. Hollywood so, yeah. stories. Honestly, and it's, it's, it's honestly going to be a pretty good story to tune into <laughs> and listen to. It really will be a good story to tune into uh, and listen to. Uh, so, we're really going to have to definitely push that episode. So That's going to be so, hot, man. You know, I I, I know Paco get in here, ready. but he's he going to be down for it. So, next so next week, we might as well go ahead and get ready to put it out there. So, yes. You know, uh, I'm so ready. We'll catch y'all next week, man. The um, Drunk Minds Sober Thoughts podcast. You yeah, know, man. we'll be back next week. And um, the following weeks after that. So uh, we'll holler at y'all then, y'all. Peace. All right, peace.